0: Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content... We recommend you stop listening right now. Hi Don.
1: Hi Dan. So on today's show we're going to talk about our recent experience at Kinky College. Yes. Just got back from
0: there and Mm -hmm.
1: we don't have a lot of energy to talk about much else anyway.
0: No, we sure don't.
1: (laughs) But we will be giving some stuff away on this show. Mm -hmm. Talking about a raffle that a friend of ours is doing. Yes. We're going to review one of those card games we got from Sex is Fun Games. Yes. And we're going to talk about whether you are a squirter or not yet. We
0: are. And we're going to review a vendor. And we're going to talk about a vendor yes. as well.
1: So, wow. <laughs> we should be able to get right through it, right?
0: You would think so. You would think so. <laughs>
1: and we'll talk about whatever else uh, catches our fancy. Like as we, we usually we... do. <laughs> we do have a question of the day. And we're going to start right off with this question of the day. Really okay. um, interesting. Sometimes we, we keep forgetting that sometimes... People that listen to the podcast may not be uh, that been around that long. Mm-hmm. Might be fairly new to the lifestyle. Right. This question of the day is: How do I top for the first time?
0: So, and I found that to be an interesting question because that's been a long time for us. So, and well, longer for you than me. <laughs> yes. I could still be considered a newbie. And I, I think the first time I topped was a uh, co-topping with you. So
1: you've done a little. Now you've done a little private. A little on your own topping
0: a a little bit and it turns out that um um I don't like playing with toys too much so Mm -hmm. I guess it's more of a energetic sensual kind of topping so but um that I'm okay with
1: now have you ever topped a boy
0: a male have I ever topped a male because I can think of a couple females that you've topped yeah yeah a couple of females but I don't think nothing's coming to mind so I'm gonna say no we'll get contact information out later and if you're listening, and I have topped you <laughs> but I, I I don't think so, I think it's all been girls, yep, yep, all right, well, you know
1: what they say, first time for everything. <laughs> I don't know if you want to practice your CBT, you know, no. or who wants to have their you know, not, cock and ball torture practiced no, on for I'm the first time. I'm not much
0: of a yeah. top.
1: <laughs> you like cock too much to torture them, Exactly. I think. <laughs> I think, I'm not sure.
0: They're nice things.
1: <laughs> so when we talk about how to top for the first time, you mm-hmm. know, what I like, to, what I'm going to recommend is the, the area you start with, start with spanking. Okay, and the reason I like to suggest people start with spanking is because it's the most of all the different BDSM activities you can do. It's going to be very controllable. Mm-hmm. It's already something you're familiar with. You're already tactile. You're already on with people. You know, you're already probably familiar with touching, and you know this is just adding a spank to it. And it's not a particularly dangerous thing to do either.
0: Right. So, and um, of course, we can put a disclaimer with that. You know, everything can be dangerous depending on how you do it. But spanking is one of the most, um, I don't even know what word to use. Less risky. Sure. Maybe Maybe something like that. And if you've got um, a good bottom or just someone that can give feedback, so Mm -hmm. um, you're going to feel the feedback.
1: Leave your ego at the door. Absolutely. And if you're the bottom leave Mm -hmm. your ego at the door and be communicative and you know don't pretend we have to wrap this all in leather masks and gags
0: and um, severe
1: pain or you
0: know whips and chains or whatever (laughs) be you know
1: one of the great ways that you can instill confidence in the person you're playing with Mm -hmm. is by being a little vulnerable and saying hey this is kind of new for me right so if it's okay with you. We're going to take it slow, and I'll ask for a lot of feedback, and we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. If the person responds by going, oh, no, no, I only want to play with experienced people, then say, okay, well, I'll play with someone else then.
0: Right. And that's fine. Um, Personally, I love playing with, um, I'm going to use the word newbie doms. Mm-hmm. So um, I like it. I've got enough um, experience under my belt right now that um, some, you know, I consider it an honor. To be the the bottom for somebody for the first time. So I know I'm vocal and I know I give good feedback. And, you know, I feel like learning with an experienced bottom mm-hmm. is a good route to go.
1: Now, I, oh, I totally agree with you, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you don't have a problem with speaking up and saying, all right, you're doing this mm-hmm. poorly and it's... And, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, no, don't top, don't, uh, top, top from, the, from bottom, the bottom, which is where the bottom gives too much feedback. Hit me harder, hit me softer, hit right, me here.
0: Right, right.
1: If you're new to it, maybe that would be a good thing, especially if the mm-hmm. person's not trying to be controlling about it, but trying to assist you with technique.
0: Exactly. Or um, for us, what we've done when um, new tops have um, practiced with me <laughs> is that um, you'll kind of guide them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you know they'll they'll use my butt, and you'll let them know where to hit and where not to hit, and kind of give them a little bit of direction. Right. So and then they're allowed to be intuitive.
1: So best case scenario, mm-hmm. how do I start topping? Is you go to a public dungeon or an event where other people are there, and you can watch other people's techniques, right. or maybe find so that experienced person mm-hmm. and have them, you know, and say, "Hey, I'm gonna getting, getting ready to spank." my boy for the first time right. or I'm getting ready to use a flogger for the first time, you might come in over and, you know, maybe give me some tips mm-hmm. or keep an eye on my technique and maybe afterwards, and maybe they'll say, oh, yeah, well, let me tell you about wraparound. Let me tell you about
0: right. one of the
1: things that we like to do is put a towel on somebody's neck to mm-hmm. really
0: protect some of the more vulnerable areas. Right. Um, and a lot of experienced people like to be asked this. Mm-hmm. You know, they like to be brought back to the basics. So they can remind themselves, you know, of that stuff as well. Yep. So,
1: So, question of the day, how do I get started? How do I top for the first time? Mm -hmm. There you go. Hopefully the question's not
0: supposed to be, how do I meet someone to top for the first time? Uh, Different question. If that's what it is, just let us know.
1: If if that is what it is, Mm -hmm. then you can meet someone at the upcoming... Winter Wickedness event. Yes. Now, when I say upcoming, it's not until February 5th and 6th Mm -hmm. here in our hometown of Columbus, Ohio. But the tickets do go on sale on October 31st. And... As we've said before, don't wait. Yes. We will laugh when (laughs) we find out tickets are out. No, can I still get tickets? No, that's what sold out means. But I want tickets. Well, you should have gone before. (laughs) Anyway. So this time around... um, at, the, at Winter Wickedness, they will have the, uh, the keynote speaker is Laura Antonou. Mm-hmm. and they're going to have presenters such as Auburn Goddess and Eric Pride and Jim and Jareth Jer- from Chicago, Master, Master Z, of Z, Dallas, Z from Dallas, who we'll talk about in mm-hmm. our um, Kinky College review in just a moment. And they will be doing a live Five. broadcast of the Erotic, Erotic Awakening. Awakening podcast mm-hmm. there at the event. So that'll be a lot of fun for us to do.
0: I think so. That'll be neat, talking to people live and Yeah, everybody can hear us mess up and no. <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: is particularly funny if you think about how many times we've had to edit the show tonight to get it straight. <laughs> um, and we're really close to actually being able to, to broadcast. So yes. pretty close we're going to be saying, hey, we're going to be, when we do the podcast, we'll be doing it live. We'll be doing it streaming on the internet. We'll mm-hmm. have a chat room going. And uh, we actually got another step tonight. Yes. We got to the point where you... Could where I were broadcasting on one computer, mm-hmm. and you could hear me on the other computer on my computer. Right. So we're getting closer now. If you have some some skills with uh, understanding chat rooms, man, I haven't done IRC That's, chat it's rooms been in so years. Long. I know. Uh, feel free to toss us a holler. We would love to hear from you, and you could be the official
0: streaming engineer. <laughs> yeah. of robotic awakening. awakening. That would be neat. Um, and your paycheck could match ours
1: yeah you, <laughs> you'll get all the benefits so we'll give you one of those sex games that's what we get out of this. in a, yeah, a smart knock
0: smart yes. knock
1: we've got some of those left yeah um before we can worry too much more about that uh, you know we've actually got a, a lot of ass load of stuff going on before february we do for example just a couple of days from now we will be presenting at the monkey, monkey puzzle, puzzle club. club and that's <laughs> here in that central group. ohio
0: yes So, and um, what we're going to be doing is some of the community has been asking more about Leather Protocol. So we've been asked to come in and um, give some information about that. So Mm -hmm. Leather Protocol, how to behave in public sort of thing, and, you know, what earning leathers is about, all that good stuff. Yeah. And after that, we,
1: well, actually, you're going to be leading kind of an intensive thing.
0: I am. So um, we are going to be up in Akron with the Purple Rose Society. I believe it's November 13th. And we are going for an all-day. I'm going to be leading an all-day intensive up there. So um, I do some workshops down here in Columbus on energy work. Mm-hmm. So basic sacred sexuality stuff, how to move energy in your body, how to use it in scenes, that sort of thing. And um, it comes from all the stuff that we teach with our right. presentations anyway. And up north, they've been saying, We want want to do this stuff, but Columbus is too far away. So we're going to go up for the whole afternoon, and for like four and a half hours, I'm going to combine all the workshops. And we're going to spend a whole afternoon working on guided meditations and getting in touch with your body and learning what sacred sexuality is and all that good stuff. And then later that night, they can put it to use in the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we've also got um, a workshop that evening too at Mm -hmm. Purple Rose,
1: and there we'll be doing uh, sensual humiliation. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our more uh, popular workshops, and it's a nice, um, nice break from the Kundalini intensive. Yeah, and then you just do your sensual. And if I understand understand correctly, you can go to one or the
0: other, right? Yes, yes. So now, actually, um, the intensive Mm -hmm. is by love donation, which means there's not a set fee. But um, that love donation goes towards our travel fund. Oh, okay. So as, inter- uh, as uh, whoa, <laughs> I jumped the gun on that one. <laughs> as Great Lakes Master and Slave 2010. Right.
1: Um, so you can find out more about that via a search on Life, or we'll put some links on the show as well. Okay. Um, so that's what we got coming up for ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's more, but <laughs> we'll remember next time. I was going to say, don't look too far ahead
1: on the calendar. <laughs> and really... um. If you're curious what Dan and Don are up to, you're like, you guys mm-hmm. act like you're so busy all the time. All right, we're not we're not crazy busy. We're not Jay Wiseman fifty events a year busy. Right, but we're pretty damn busy.
0: We're pretty. If busy. If you head out to
1: the Erotic Awakening website, there's a uh, a link to our calendar mm-hmm. that just show you the different events that we have lined up right. so far. And uh, you know, we're 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 moving around a little bit. We here are and there, getting
0: along. Yeah.
1: Um, so uh, another uh, a question that we had from our listeners that I want to touch on real quick because uh, – and I want to touch on it real quick because we have no clue what the answer is. <laughs> uh, one of our listeners wrote in and asked about a club in San Francisco called Power Exchange. Yes. They said they've heard a variety of reviews about it. Someti- they've heard that it's a, uh, a little seedy, mm-hmm. and they've other- heard other reviews that say it was really fun. Now, you and I missed the opportunity to go to Power Exchange some time ago.
0: We did. This was, a good gosh, was it two or three years ago that we were in San Francisco? And we had it all set up. We knew that was one of the things that we were going to do before we came home, and that was to go try this club out. Mm-hmm. And um, we didn't get a chance to do that <laughs> because we went to go eat Japanese first.
1: <laughs> so one of the things we wanted to do in San Francisco was to eat at an authentic Uh, Japanese Mm -hmm. restaurant at least as authentic as you can get within still the United States right Right. San Francisco we found a very nice authentic Mm. Japanese restaurant the atmosphere was awesome it was awesome (laughs) and um, I hardly recognized anything on the menu Uh or on our plates yes (laughs) but we had our nice authentic Japanese
0: meal so well you had a second chance to try to recognize yours later (laughs) (laughs) that's very true unfortunately
1: by my inauthentic stomach did not deal well with authentic japanese food and no. instead of going to power exchange we ended up just staying in the room and mm-hmm. flipping um,
0: channels and <laughs> making sure you were well taken care of yes yes
1: so i did <laughs> not do well with that um and so we don't know if if you know about power exchange if you've been there and you've got some thoughts about us toss us a uh, an email or something mm-hmm. and um let us know what you think about it and we'll play it back on the show. Um, It'd be nice to, you know, I'm curious myself. And uh, like, I think that your theory that maybe they'll fly us out there to do a review is uh, no. (laughs) Nice idea. I think it's a good idea. (laughs) I think it's a good idea too. You know what? Um, Probably wouldn't it suck if we hated it. (laughs)
0: Because we're into honest reviews. I know. That's our, that's our <laughs> big thing We can't even now. ask for a bribe. I know. That's
1: our thing now It's <laughs> the honest review, and then they're going to fly us out there. And then, yeah, it was a little seedy. They were right. It was, it was, okay. Thanks for bringing us out there. Um, so we just had a really interesting weekend, and mm-hmm. normally on the podcast, if you listen to the podcast before, you know that normally we have a topic at this point. Yes. We're going to just kind of, kind of ramble a little bit about our weekend because we have a bunch of little mini topics in there along the way. Exactly. Kinky College in uh, Chicago was this past weekend, and uh, we just had a,
0: a, a fabulous time. Mm-hmm. We did. So, I mean, I love the hotel that it's in. Mm-hmm. I love that we get the whole bottom floor you know I, it's just the people, the staff the vendors I, the whole thing
1: and, and it's really neat for us as this is starting to become our, our kind of like our secondary Second home. home base yeah uh, Master Z of Chicago invites us out there fairly regularly mm-hmm. either to uh, present classes right which um, we're very fortunate they've gone over very well mm-hmm. or to do meetings for the recovering the lifestyle group right which we've talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. before Um so we get out there a fair, you know, about uh, at least twice a year, right? And so it's kind of the home, secondary home base. Yeah. Then. You know, we recognize the director of security, we recognize the people that check people in, mm-hmm. and um, and it's starting just—it's really neat feeling to be back amongst your peeps, yes, so to speak.
0: So I um, love it. I, I just, like I said, I, I can't say enough how much I love the feeling there. Mm-hmm. So it was actually kind of hard to come home.
1: And unfortunately, and this is why the podcast is getting kind of a later start, because it was hard <laughs> to come home. It was hard to look. We kept looking at the clock and um, thinking, well, we got to get on the road, got to get, you know, because it is a right. six and a half hour drive from Chicago back home for us. If you don't stop. Which we do. <laughs> um, but there was just, you know, Sunday, there was just all kinds of, not only were there neat classes going on. um, but you've just spent all this time immersed with all these other pe- people. Right. You don't want to put it at it, at the end. And I noticed that on the way home, um, after we left and we stopped at like the gas station or something, how strange it was to be back in amongst the regular people.
0: Yeah. So, hmm, I know.
1: So, want to talk a little bit about some of the classes that we attended. Now, there's all kinds of neat classes. Mm-hmm. Um this time around, I actually went to a fair number of classes. You did. And sometimes when we go to these events, we forget to go to classes. Right. When you give classes, um, that takes a lot of energy, and sometimes you want to just chill after that. But I made a good number of classes. Now, we started off, you and I went to Master Gallad's uh, class. Right. And that was dealing with fear, fear. and mm-hmm. trust. And building trust, being trustworthy.
0: Exactly. And it was very much for a, a master slave crowd, even though it would work for anybody. You mm-hmm. know, this is really good information about shadows and light and darkness and fear and triggers and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and your past and how you get over some of that stuff so that you can act really trust somebody in a full power exchange. Right. Right. So, and he had a pact. He had a packed room. Yep. So, he did didn't did, did. So lots of people nodding heads, understanding how to what you gotta do to earn that trust.
1: Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and a uh, very informative. Yes. And then we went off uh and then you had a lot of you weren't you didn't go to a lot of classes. I didn't get that.
0: to go no. I'm in college, so and um one of my classes is online and the only time to take the quiz was while we were at Kinky College. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, so I had to study before that and then take the quiz.
1: While you were studiously studying, I walked into a, uh, a rope bondage class and then I kind of walked out of the rope bondage class. It was more advanced than my little ropey skills are, um, So that was fine, you know, subclasses are, you know, I should have read the description a little better. Fortunately, later on, there Mm -hmm. was a Rope 101 class, and that was a very good basic class for me. I ended up um, getting a partner in that class, and I tied them up, and they tied me up. And the instructor was very... um, Very good about not letting anybody move on until everybody had these basics down. We didn't do a lot of stuff, Uh but what we did do, we did over and over again and really got a good grip for it.
0: Nice. Uh, Well, I I came to look for you while you were in that class Uh because there was a certain time we were supposed to be meeting. And I I knew where you were at. And uh, I heard from a lot of people in the hallway that passed me that um, you were having a good time (laughs) in that workshop.
1: (laughs) And I'm sure you were hoping it was a good time tying someone up. Versus me being tied. Versus
0: you being tied, yes. <laughs> and
1: uh, we figured out later in the weekend that I'm definitely not a bottom. <laughs>
0: but, uh, you had a couple of chances to <laughs> to have what? that late bulb go off. Oh, yeah, so maybe him. <laughs>
1: And then one of the other classes that I went to was with uh, Master Z of Dallas. He mm-hmm. did a um, modern primitives ritual, and that was a really neat, op- right. neat class as well. Now,
0: this, the story that I understand kind of behind that is that someone else used to do it, mm-hmm. and, and they then passed, passed the torch on to right, him, so it now it he does him. it. Yeah.
1: So um, that was really neat. Um, it was nice... To go from, and there's just a good example of the kind of classes that were there. There were some Mm -hmm. basic one-on-one classes, and there were some kind of deeper woo-woo, get deep inside yourself kind of classes as well. Right,
0: and then there was ours. Well, no, we're the woo-woo kind of one we actually did
1: (laughs) no you know we did one of each right yeah yeah first class that you and i presented was sacred sexuality sensorama Mm -hmm. which is kind of not necessarily a woo-woo class depends on what you bring with it right
0: right right if your
1: sacred sexuality is woo-woo based then it's definitely going to fit right Mm -hmm. in there but it's also a very um skill based how to make your sexuality sacred that is true not necessarily divinity based but make it special
0: mm-hmm. and we were under a little pressure in that workshop so because because we mentioned sacred sexuality and we mentioned kadishti and um yeah your first kadishti mentor <laughs> was in the workshop he was indeed so it was nice to see him nod
1: yeah and um <laughs> it's really neat when you're presenting a, a workshop and like one of the master level people right are in the workshop sitting there and uh, that he didn't approach us after class and said, "What kind of shit are you talking no, about He no. was very appreciative, and he said, "Boy, that was a wonderful way to put this stuff so that's and cool.
0: he had some of his uh trainees there, mm-hmm. and he said it was a really good basic information class for them as well yep. so and and we had a really good turnout for that, so um I was surprised because it was a Friday afternoon class, mm-hmm. and a lot of events don't start till Saturday morning." Right. So, but this was a Friday afternoon and, um, but because there was such a good turnout, we didn't have enough chocolate covered cherries for everybody. That's true. Which is why the tools that we use and the sensorama aspect. Right, right. So, but I had some couples come up to me later and told me that was a good thing because when people found out that we didn't have enough cherries, then some of the couples shared one. Mm hmm. So, they got to lick the juices off of each other's fingers. <laughs> Which <laughs> apparently really worked that like, well for yes, them. Yes, they like that. <laughs> the other class that we
1: taught was uh, on Saturday morning, we taught the flirting class. Mm-hmm. So, more of a skills based class. And that was a lot of fun, too. And again, as, you know, after the class, uh, as the event goes on, people would come up to us and say, Wow, I used some of the skills that you were teaching, mm-hmm. and it's either working for me or it's been fun and that kind of stuff. Um, we're very. Uh, fortunate to have the opportunity to teach this kind of stuff and you you get people coming back and to to say you've you've enhanced the event for me in some way Mm -hmm. is uh it's just a very it's very nice feeling
0: it is so I love it and one of the techniques that you gave on flirting and to start flirting Mm -hmm. was um notice someone's jewelry Mm -hmm. and I had on this beautiful glass piece necklace that you had given me and and people kept coming up and making comments <laughs> about the <laughs> necklace. And I wasn't sure if they were in our flirting class and they were <laughs> testing out their flirting techniques or, or they just liked like my jewelry. So
1: One of the interesting things about Kinky College for us as well was uh, just the number of people, and this was kind of uh, very neat and a little freaky, was just the number of people that came up to us and said, hey, we, we know you guys from the podcast. We're fans of the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I tell you, it got a little... It hit me that, wow, people really do, there's more than four listeners. We keep yeah. saying we have
0: four listeners, but there's, right. there's really people out there listening. And um, and they have to be listening because they recognize like your voice. Right, right. So, it, yeah, so that, that was a little freaky. And at one point we were standing like at the door of one of the little side mm-hmm. dungeons mm-hmm. and the dungeon monitor walked towards us and I was like, what did we do wrong? And no, he just came over to shake your hand and say he was a podcast listener yeah yeah.
1: it's both very neat but it's also um kind of gives the the illusion that we should be doing something with this podcast beyond what we're doing like tell people to to uh go vote or um (laughs) support gay animal rights or something i don't know
0: i don't know but um we're (laughs) teaching
1: it's educational so and it's fun and Mm -hmm. it's it's great that um you know, again, I love the fact that people have come up and said, hey, you know, great podcast, having a good time listening to it, right? So, Because nice. we, fun, cause we certainly have a good time podcasting. Yes. So um, that's the classes, that's the fans, Kinky College. The, the other thing we did at Kinky College was right at the beginning of the flirting class, we broke out our um, Sex is Fun card games. Yes. The particular one we got out this time was uh, Super Thoughts and Actions. Mm-hmm. And we said... After um you know, at nine o'clock tonight we're gonna play this game called Super Thoughts and Actions. Right. If you wanna play with us, great. Come over to so and so location and we'll play. Mhm. And we ended up having about at one point we had up to thirteen people in two teams playing this game with us.
0: We did. So but but before we got to the room to play the game Master Z of Chicago like caught us sneaking down the hallway (laughs) i mean we were in a valid place you know it's not like we were in trouble but it's like we were all sneaking we're all giggling like we're gonna go play a card game this Uh is kind of cool and he's like where are you guys going uh nowhere (laughs) but you know it was just the start of everybody went into it with a sense of fun yeah
1: yeah absolutely um it was a really neat icebreaker. It was a mm-hmm. neat way to meet people. I mean, we giggled and laughed it through the whole, you know, through the whole thing. We split um, the
0: people up uh, subs against doms, yes. So, which made it fun. And um, there was a, a couple people in there that that we've known for a while, and then you know, a few people there that we had just met through the flirting workshop. Mm-hmm. So, it very much an icebreaker, you know. But wow, everybody had a really good time. Yeah, uh, it's really
1: interesting that that. Because the the card game really ranges the gauntlet, right? Mm-hmm. There are some stuff on, I like on one end where gives somebody a like where you know gives somebody a naughty look, right? To the other extreme where you balance a card off your hard
0: dick, right? So and I still think it was funny when the sub had her master take off his underwear, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but he got her back later, <laughs> th- and, and he she was quite surprised how easily and readily. That he
1: did. did. Um, You know what? It's neat to see how competitive some of us are.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) But overall, it was a lot of fun. You know, nobody was taking it too seriously. There was a couple. We would come across the occasional card where we'd kind of look around the room and say, we're not right there yet. We're not Mm -hmm. in that spot yet. So let's pass on this one. Right. Uh, One of the things that the, the game did... Um, suggest is that you do make sure that you're doing it for fun yes we should talk a little bit about what the, the mechanics of the game is there's there's, there's four decks mm-hmm. one deck is uh like sex survey sex survey so a lot of people like the sex survey mm-hmm. um of course there was the, the one card that you liked um how many people here have been tied up and right. had sex? yeah and like so
0: 13 people raised, raised their, their hands, hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're a kiki group apparently um we're in a swinger environment you may get like Maybe one or two people right. hesitantly.
1: <laughs> so we had sex service. We had actions. actions. We had thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, of course, each card, you know, you pick it up, you do it, you get a point. Right. And then there was Daredevil. And then Daredevil, yeah. that was the more extreme type right. stuff, right? Right. And there so. you can pick up, you know, you can pick up like five card, five points at once. Mm-hmm. But it's because the Daredevil stuff was a lot more. Yeah. Um,
0: well, that's how the sub got the the master's underwear. She didn't think he would do it. So... She thought we were going to earn five points, and instead, you guys got five points.
1: <laughs> we're sneaky like that. Yes. So, um, overall, I had a lot of fun playing. Uh,
0: um, but, but you skipped over something. <laughs> <laughs> Which part was that? The Daredevil card that you had to do. That was your... It, our girls kept coming up with uh, different things, and I was like, nope, Dan will do that. Nope, Dan will do that. Nope, yeah, Dan will do up, that.
1: <laughs> um, picked up a card, truth or dare. yes. And uh, the card said, you know, you must accept a truth or a dare from the other team. And they get to determine whether they give you a truth or a dare. And you guys are trying to come up with a dare that uh, I wouldn't do so you right. could get the
0: points. Well, we couldn't think of a truth because we know most everything about you.
1: <laughs> As do all <laughs> podcast listeners. We're pretty much way out there, man.
0: So the dare was, was to take five bare-bottom swats. And I'm like, Dan will do it. They're like, but he's a master. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's five points. (laughs) Exactly, right. And I will say the person... He's like that.
1: (laughs) The person that gave me the five bare-bottom swats Mm -hmm. was not fucking around. Those were Mm -hmm. really hardcore swats. Yes. And I'm definitely not a bottom. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So we we busted out the uh, microphone. We asked Mm -hmm. everybody what they thought about the game, and uh, we got about a minute audio of that. So we are sitting here at... Kinky College, and we've just got done playing. Don, what's the name of the game?
0: Oh, it is Super Daredevil.
1: Action, Thoughts.
0: Yep, Thoughts and Actions.
1: Super Daredevil, Thoughts and Actions. You guys have a good time?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of fun? Yes.
0: yes. yes.
1: Now, we're a pretty crinky, kinky sort of crowd, I think, <laughs> and there were some cards that we really didn't impress us. Like, for example, there was a card on there that said, if you've ever been...
0: Tied up and enjoyed it. Yes, <laughs> raise your hand. Raise your hand.
1: Everybody raised their hand, right? <laughs> Uh, but some of these, I think some of these were still a challenge, some of these we recycled, some of these got me spanked.
0: I don't know how that worked out. We found out who got, uh, fucked by, or masturbated with fruit. Yes. <laughs> so easier for girls than guys, I think. So what do you guys think? Is
1: it a fun game for you guys? Yes. yes. Even though we're kind of a kinky crowd, still yeah. enjoyed it? Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great icebreaker.
2: Yeah, we got yeah. to learn
0: a little bit about each other. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I, I had a good... it
0: felt like, and...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Middle fingers. And it
0: challenges your trust issues. Yeah? Yes. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to have one catered
2: to kink. Right? Absolutely.
1: Sure. You know, one of the neat things about it is the game does a good job of explaining that make sure it stays fun. Right. And we hit some cards in there that we looked at each other and said, nah, this isn't going to be fun. Let's just... And you just put it on the bottom of the deck and keep going. Right
0: stuff so yeah. we got to see a lot of stuff i got a very cold
1: hand out of that <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys think thumbs up or thumbs down thumbs
0: thumbs up. so that
1: up. is um super thoughts and actions yes. and what we we're thinking is now that we've played mm-hmm. it's time to share the wealth yes so if you would like our copy of this card game from sexist fun games mm-hmm. all you gotta do is contact us first person to contact us and says i would like those game that game We'll send it to you.
0: And I promise to.
1: What we would like is for when you play it, tell people, well, we got the game from those guys at uh, the Erotic Awakening podcast. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll send you some little business cards. (laughs) And the game itself comes from Sex is Fun Games. Yes. And that way they get a little promo. We get a little promo. You You get yourself a... Deck of, cards deck of and cards.
0: Maybe some new friends as you use it as an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, some new special friends. Yeah. If you would like that deck of cards, you can get a hold of us in a variety of ways. Per usual. So you can get us by email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com. Or the got comment form on the webpage eroticawakening.com. Facebook eroticawakening one word. Voicemail is two oh six three oh nine oh oh five four. Or on Fet Life, Erotic Awakening Two Words.
1: Or on Twitter, Dan and Dawn. So while we were at Kinky College, we did one other interesting thing as well.
0: We did. So we actually did a lot while we were there. So, but this one was, yeah.
1: <laughs> on the last podcast, we were talking about Female Liquid Orgasm, and that's mm-hmm. a, a program that uh, Tallulah put together right. to help people like me help people like you learn how to squirt. <laughs> We uh, talked last week about how we get, we've been through the basics, right. and now we we're ready to actually start practicing and try and get some squirting action going. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday night, you and I went down to the uh, medical, medical play.
0: Right? play. That's because there's tarps all over the floor, yes, so <laughs> I didn't have to break out the towels <laughs> just in case. And we tried to uh, practice our squirting techniques. Mm-hmm. And this was a different environment to practice in because there was, what, probably about 12 tables in the medical playroom Mm -hmm. and you know there wasn't people on all of them but there was other people in there playing and um we've got enough experience to where we can kind of block that out or use the sounds as needed right (laughs) from other people so we decided to give it a try and uh and what do you think i think we got pretty damn close so um if i had drank more water during the day Probably would have been better off because it says that you have to be hydrated. Right. And when we present and we're running around at an event, I feel like I'm drinking a lot of water, but I'm probably not. I think, well, you definitely squirted. Okay, good, because it felt like it.
1: But it wasn't the big streaming squirts that we see on some of the videos. Right? No. Uh, but you definitely squirted. I think we definitely need more practice. I think we're moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there, there really is legitimate. You were not very well hydrated, and that's from the event. You're running around. You're doing things. You're not stopping, taking care of yourself. Um, but, yeah, we're, move, we're definitely moving in the right direction. And I would say um, we have a little more, I, I think, some more practice would be appropriate. I
0: like that idea. So. But, you know, one thing that I figured out that um, I have to overcome. It, What's it, that? Which is a weird thing and most people won't understand this having a goal usually when we seen or oh, we're yeah. together or whatever we don't have a goal mm-hmm. we just go in into it with mindfulness and intuition and let happen you know what happens happen with the squirting we actually have a goal and that's
1: that's becoming a little bit of a, a challenge for yes. us because even when we have the sex mm-hmm. we don't we don't have the goal that uh, an orgasm Right is going down most of the times when we have uh, uh, intercourse. We do have orgasms. Mm -hmm. But it's not a requirement. It's not like that makes it good or bad. It's like sometimes it doesn't happen. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Let's go to sleep. Yeah. So, Um,
0: you know, or or, or on purpose that way or whatever. So this is is kind of a little different. And um, it was neat because at the beginning, it almost felt like you would – you were saying to me, wait a minute, let's forget the squirting. I've got something else in mind because, you know, <laughs> our our other play kind of snuck in and it was really, really awesome. So, but go, I, I would say with the feeling that I had from my body mm-hmm. and what they said I should be feeling, it felt like I hit. So, indeed, felt like I hit, but let's try again.
1: Moving in the right direction, I would not, I mean, I think that, um, there's more squirting to be done. <laughs> um, and I think it's really a matter of now we got to get a little, over a little bit of a hump of um, mental blockage mm-hmm. and proper hydration mm-hmm. and making sure we're doing the prep work that they recommend beforehand. We kind of like just leaped right into it. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll keep going and we will mm-hmm. we'll continue to update people that are interested in your squirting or our sex life.
0: Sweet. <laughs> okay, it might just be me and you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, at least. Um, so the other, the only other thing that we wanted to talk about with the uh, the event was um, we have a friend of ours
0: mm-hmm. who is raffling
1: off a thousand dollars worth of toys.
0: Yes, that's and, amazing to me. A thousand dollars worth of toys. Yeah. The um, and the reason that they're doing
1: it is um, well, we actually have a little audio from her, and this mm-hmm. is our friend Samantha. Yes. And uh, let me go ahead and play the audio, and that will reveal why. They're auctioning off a $1,000 worth of toys mm-hmm. and, and how you can get in on the auction or the uh, raffle, I should say. So, Samantha, you're trying to sell me these auction tickets, raffle tickets, mm-hmm. and what is it actually we're, we're raffling
0: off? Um, it's a complete set of toys, everything from floggers to single tails, whips, paddles. It's well over a $1,000 worth of toys.
1: All that, all that in for one raffle ticket?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's for, uh, twenty dollars, you get well over a thousand dollars of toys.
1: What's my chance? What's my ch- really? one in two
0: hundred.
1: <laughs> one in two hundred is my chance. One to win. in two hundred. Okay. So if you own- only buy
0: one ticket. So you're yeah. only selling two hundred tickets for this. Mm-hmm. So it's one in two hundred. Nice. That's <laughs> okay. That's excellent odds. That's why I'm yes. doing it four times. So, okay. Awesome. So and then after after my fourth time, I'm going to continue to do it, but I'm going to donate all the proceeds. Somebody else in my circumstances,
1: and that's really interesting to me. And that's one of the things. I, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about this is the proceeds for this raffle goes to
0: what? Um, somebody else trying to finance their SRS. It's very expensive, and most TSs don't have the financial means to and, do it.
1: And help our newer listeners and SRSs. Uh, sexual reassignment surgery. Okay, so all the proceeds to this raffle are going to, to help somebody to assist them in getting every penny. Every penny into the, the sexual reassignment surgery. Yes, every penny. Fantastic. So, are you going to do it four times? Uh, the, after four times, I'll have mine completed, and then I'll start
0: for Raising somebody else. Raising money for
1: somebody else. Very nice. cool. But $1,000 worth of toys for a $20 mm-hmm. raffle ticket. I'm sure that's yeah. what's a, appealing to of people. Oh, one. absolutely. <laughs> How can I find out more
0: about uh, it? You can go to our website, thekingshop.com, oh, and there's a page there. It's about me. Okay. It's the page you go to, and that's... All about the raffle,
1: right there. Okay, fantastic. Nice. And I can can I you buy can buy a ticket tickets
0: online? online as well. Yes. Oh, fantastic.
1: Okay, easy enough. Thank you very cool. much.
0: All right, thank a you.
1: Ticket. So I thought that was a really neat uh, idea when I saw that that's what Samantha was doing, and mm-hmm. uh, we're more than happy to support. We've got our ticket bought. We do have our ticket bought, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would be more than happy to win as well. Yes, <laughs> they've got beautiful stuff there. Our toy bag really will not handle a thousand dollar. Our existing toy bag will have difficulty <laughs> handling.
0: We'll guess, get one with wheels. Yeah, next I was
1: on, jinx us. We'll make it fit. Um, so Samantha, actually, we initially meant because uh, she works for the kink shop, and yes. the kink shop is one of the vendors out that we've gotten to know pretty well Mm -hmm. when you and i were trying to be vendors uh they were one of the people that well they they helped us in a variety of ways first they helped us because they bought some of our shit (laughs) always nice but um also because you know they were very much open to the idea of you know us coming over and saying hey we're thinking about doing this vending thing and we're trying it and uh they kind of had this whole mentor thing going
0: exactly so very nice people Mm -hmm.
1: and they told us about you know how many events you have to go to and uh um, where they get your, their stuff from. Of course, they make all their own stuff. Mm-hmm. How uh, how much work it is to break down and put it together, and how much traveling they had to do, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and while we were talking, Mac was telling me, you know, advertising is one of the things that they have to consider. Right. And he said, you know, right. we're thinking about advertising on FetLife Life and Collar Me and how much it costs. And I said, man, you guys have always been good for us. You guys have mm-hmm. always been, you know, nice to us. Let us help you. And uh, because, you know, again, as we always say, if you have good quality stuff and you're an ethical person, we mm-hmm. would love to help you sell your shit. Yes. Because it really is just so beneficial for everybody, right? The fact that people like Mac with the kink shop are mm-hmm. out there and give us the opportunity to go out there and buy toys. Right. And uh, if we can help support them making a living at it and, you know, it gets a win for them, win for us, mm-hmm. the whole way around. So we are more than happy to support... Um, the Kink Shop, and we had a little audio with, uh, with Mac from yeah. the Kink Shop. And uh, although at the point that I said, well, you know, we'll help you advertise, he said, oh, that'd be great. I said, here, just talk into that microphone. He said, uh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> took a deep breath. He did a good job. Did a good job, and here he is. So, Don, when we first started vending some time ago, one of the f- nice people that we met was Mac from the kink shop and we ran into Mac and you know I've been Absolutely. looking at your toys this time around I've been looking at the kind of stuff that you have and we were talking about how a lot of your toys are really accessible for people that are kind of new to the scene and I want to talk about that a little bit so Mac thanks for coming on the podcast with us for a moment
2: thank you for inviting me uh,
1: so do you, where do you guys get your toys from
2: we make them all ourselves there's three of us and uh we make toys and go out and sell them and um uh, uh, enjoy doing it. Try to keep the prices reasonable. Try to keep the quality in the in the toys, and um, we enjoy meeting all the all the people at all the events we go to. Sure.
1: Now, you, when you talk about you make them, you say you talk about the floggers and the canes and, and all the little unique toys <laughs>
0: that we see on the on the rack,
2: <laughs> and and even the whips. We wow. nice. we make all of them, and we stay busy, busy.
1: So for me, that's a great boon when I go toy shopping is mm-hmm. if I buy something from Factory X from overseas that makes, you know, 10,000 of the same floggers, I, you know, I, I don't have any investment into their quality,
2: right? And you also don't have a guarantee, which we do. We guarantee everything that we make, and all you've got to do is send us an email, uh, and we'll send you another one or and make it right. And that's, that that's
0: always nice because hard work. Is put into the toy and then the toy is used. Well, <laughs> some of them very hard.
2: <laughs> well, our canes take about a seven-day process to go through to take and, and oil them, and then we take and dip them four times in marine varnish, and they're uh, they're sealed. You don't have to do anything but wipe them down, and they're uh, they're excellent canes.
1: Uh, would you recommend your toys for somebody that's new to the lifestyle, that maybe just getting their feet yes. wet? Yes.
2: Yes. Uh, You've got quality at a a good price, and I think that that would, uh, anybody, anybody would, uh, even the old-timers, come and still buy our canes. Mm -hmm. And um, presenters all over the country use them to demonstrate with, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, what can I say? They're great canes.
1: And this isn't just a side thing for you, right? This is your your business, it's your livelihood, this is how you...
2: you I'm retired. Okay, but <laughs> I'm working harder now <laughs> than I did say. before. Because right? we see
0: you at a lot of events. You're vending everywhere we, go, try to go, we to go.
2: Events, West Coast and East Coast, mm-hmm. and all the central states. Um, all the bigger events we're at. So um, always come to us, and uh, you can come get us on the on our website at www.thekinkshop.com or Come say hi to Mike or Brita or or uh, Samantha at the at the event itself.
1: Okay, so I can either if I'm going to these events, I can buy them directly from you, or I can just head out to the website and buy them that way. That's right. Fantastic. That's Easy right. enough. Okay.
2: Well, thank you very much, Mac. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. What's the website again? www.thekinkshop.com. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
1: And that is our Kinky College wrap up. Mm -hmm. our kind of our hodgepodge show for the day yeah all over the place little little this little of that but there it is it's good stuff next week back on track nice normal
0: sort of format we'll have a nap in before then (laughs) (laughs) i hope we have a number of naps in before then so coming up next week gray dancer and rope bye dan bye dawn Erotic Awakening is proud to support the Leather Heart Foundation, a nonprofit organization created to provide charitable assistance to individuals of all sexual orientations in the leather, BDSM, and fetish community. You can donate or find out more at leatherheart.org. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky, fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org. Sarah Sloan appears on Erotic Awakening courtesy of Love You Parties. Find out more about Love Your Parties and Sarah Sloan at www.sarahsloan.net. Music heard on Erotic Awakening, free by White Knight, Strawberry Jam by Jerry Bradley, and Wunda by 31D1 is provided from the Podshow Podsafe Network. More information can be found at music.podshow.com.